0: Morning. Today is Tuesday. Vav, er. We're holding on page two seventy four. the end of Perek uh, Tess, page two seventy four. So yesterday we were learning how a person makes a chesed. After all, all uh, all the bitles that there are, as one thing is bottled to the next. How how the bitl is multiplied to the point where there can't be any value or significance to in Yolam Haza. And not even in and, and not even in Yanim in Yanim Ruchniyim. is also nothing. Anything but the Abishna himself is absolutely meaningless. As he says, uh Adam Kadman is also a Briya Yashmiyain. ukolocha Shiv Lagabe. Mamish Lagabe ain't safe baruchu, right? Nothing compared to the ain't safe. Adelagabe ain't safe baruchu, it's about um, 10 lines from the top of page 274. Adelag, the line begins with the word ukelechashiv. Adelagabe ain't safe baruchu, shavo mashrub chenes akum doimim gashmi dasiyah. That compared to the ain't safe baruchu, adam kadman with a physical action, the physical uh, object are equal. This is by this word we were holding actually. Kisham Ena Rihklaloklao. Because over there there's no erech at all. In other words, because the Adam Kadman came after the, the strongest tzimtzum, the strongest, the strongest um, uh, uh, breakaway. In other words, the the, the the greatest leap ever. The greatest leap ever was the simtum harishon. Because all the other simtsum reduced the light. It's like light going through a curtain. It's like uh, uh, light going through the here. It's a, re- it's a reduced light. This is not, and it's sometimes dramatically reduced or drastically reduced. But over here, it's not, it's not reduced. It's completely, it was completely hidden without a trace left. And what is coming is that, and only after complete darkness, he's reinserting a little tiny thread of the previous light. So since it's, it's uh, and that too is going through the tzimtzum. And the Simpson now is serving also like a partition. So we're talking a total, total, total breakaway from what was there before. And that's why everything that follows is absolutely meaningless. And the highest level from that which follows and the lowest level are all are equal because the higher doesn't have any closeness to him because it's after that infinite breakaway. Kishom <laughs> Not at all. More than that, it's so disconnected. That's what you saying? It is so. It is so uh, not disconnected, but it's so uh, meaningless. Anything that follows the Tzitzimurishon compared to what was before, that its its non-value is cannot even be compared to the nan value meaning the, the, the meaninglessness, the minuteness of a domain, of a physical domain, compared to Ak, to Adam Kadmon, that distance and that gap and that Ein Aroch, uh, where this is Ein Aroch to this, is not, a, is not at all even an example of how Ein Aroch, Adam Kadmon, is to the Orin Soif. Is, there is the tzimtzum, there's much more than four tzimtzum, but here in our mimer, he was talking about four, um, let me see four levels, uh, we'll see, he spoke about the, the major tzimtzum from Ein Seif, in order to, the tzimtzum Arishon, which brings about the level called Adam Kadmon. Next tzimtzum was the tzimtzum from Adam Kadmon next into the next level, which he calls Nikudim, Olam HaNikudim, that's the second tzimtzum. Then their tzimtzum, in order to be able to bring about um, uh, keser was the next symptom does he speak about that does he mention that no that that symptom is keser so after Adam Kadman the next symptom is in order to bring about keser and then from keser to Chachma it's only coming through here From 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 malchus of atzilus to create bria tzira and Asiyah is is through a parsa, through a partition that doesn't allow anything to pass. It's like yeshmiayan from malchus of atzilus. And then finally, from the ruchnius world to the Gashmi world, another another tremendous leap. So he's talking really of five levels. However, he's saying that the lower four levels, from the lowest point of what follows the last symptom, which means the most diluted form of existence, the domain Gashmi, compared to the highest point of what followed the first symptom. Adam Kadmon, that distance and that unbridgeable gap is incomparatively, it can't even be used as an example of how removed Adam Kadmon is to its previous state. To the Ein Sof, basically he's saying all the symptoms are nothing in comparison to that first Tzimtzum that blocked the light completely, and therefore everything that follows is absolutely equal. It doesn't make a difference anymore. Once you pass that symptom, it's the 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 the, the dilution is nothing. It's, it's it's the highest and the lowest are is even Mamish. That's what he was saying. Basically, the, this tissue, I'll put it this way, this tissue is infinitely, is endlessly more significant to Adam Kadmon than Adam Kadmon is to its to the ain He says it. Yes, exactly what he says. Because because he's saying a gashmi, this is a doomem gashmi compared to Adam Kadmon, the distance that there is cannot even serve as a marshal, as how enaroch, how non-significant Adam Kadmon is to, to the Ain't Sof Yes, the first initial thought. In where you have the subtleties of all of existence, all in one concentrated entity. Because it's already a world, it's already a thought of a creation. That's the point. It has already limitations, it has a design, compared to what's beyond that is ain't self without any definition at all. Um, until they're literally both equal. Because there's nothing else besides him. And whatever is following the tzimtzum is meaningless. There is nothing but the Eibaster himself. and Tsaim Zulasai and everything that exists aside from him, nimtu emerge, emerge from Hashem's truth. They are dependent and emerging from His true existence. However, ziv only through a tiny little ray an an array that's cancelled a gazillion times in its source. and through a ray of the ray. And a ray An array of, array of array of array. as it says, as it's stated in the Maimer of the Altareba, And after multitudes of tsimzumim, without an end. And everything is nullified, infinitely more of how much the sun, the rays of the sun, are nullified in the sun. The rays of the, of the sun while they're in the sun are totally not there, but yet they are so much more there than, than the worlds being there in the Abishta. The worlds are butto a gazillion times more than rays of the sun while they're still in the sun. Kenal has stated at great length earlier. Now when a person really gets this, when this really clicks in a person's brain, when you contemplate this, Ya Adam a person will arrive to the level of love in which one's feeling is that ve'imcha, whatever is with you, Hashem, but not you. Everything that can be characterized as with you, but not you yourself. I don't desire. That one should not desire any physical delight. What, what, How important, how significant can a physical delight be? As we learned earlier, how this is the this is the waste of the waste of the waste. This is the concentrated, this is the concentrated um, uh, 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 waste of all the worlds. It's like the waste of the waste. This, this is like... This has been already wasted so many times for it to come down into what it is. As he said, so a person will not desire any physical pleasure, viruchni, or even a spiritual delight. If I feel a and even to give significance to the higher ganed, and say, ah, I want to experience the delight of ganed in that too is but a crumb, a crumb of a crumb of a crumb of a crumb of a crumb, and why need that? If I can have the cake itself. and what is above it? is one's desire and one's cravings will be only to the Abishter himself, Levad. That which is with you, I don't desire, David the Melech says. That which is with you. Even the source of life, which is called the source of, of life for all worlds. But it's only a ray of the Abishter, It's only the Saif, It's not the Ain soph himself. Even that I don't desire. Why don't I want it? It's, it's nothing. It's not nullified. In comparison to the Ebishtar. It's another reason it's called Imcha, because it's Imach, meaning it's secondary. And when we say secondary, we mean much more than secondary. It's a millionaire, meaning so nothing, who bottle at Sayyaz and nullify to the Ebishtar. So, I don't want that. Only Hashem himself. And the problem is to experience Hashem himself means to be attached, to be unified with the Ebisht himself means you cannot be there. Because in him, there's only him. Why would someone want Ganedin? And not want the imcha. I'm sorry. And not and, and not and not the Ebrshim himself. Because Gan Eden you can enjoy. It'll, it, it, it allows for an entity to be there and enjoy it, because it allows for an otherness. When you're talking about these levels of Ur er that are bottled in the in the source, and where there's only the source, then there's no one there to enjoy, because you're bottled. If you're there, then you're nullified in in him. Yet, someone who has a real true estimation of of the value of whatever is will desire this even though they will be nullified in the experience and as he explains, explains in mem- in different memoriam and we're going to be learning about it also on Thursday night that that's the meaning of serve your creator not to receive a pras the altar explains pras meaning a piece pras is like a prusa there's a piece of the cake the reason you would want a piece of the cake is because a piece of the cake you can eat and enjoy it. But if you're going to go for the whole cake, you're not going to be there. There's not going to be anything left of you in that, in that light. To, to, to. And yet, he says, that's the higher kind of a love. Where, it's not a, where the one is gets so carried away with the love that he forgets about himself completely. If I'm going to feel it or not, he's just being drawn to the emis. Uh, which is the idea of being absorbed in the body of the king. That's what the Zohar says, the goof of the Melech, not the rays emanating of the Melech, but the body itself. And the explanation of this love, which is called it appears to me to explain based on what we heard in the winter. Of Tovkuf Ayin Beis, bechasan and Bez, Zgisi, the chassan of my brother-in-law, Uben Dodi, and the son of my uncle. This is the son of the Mittler Rebbe. Got married in the year Tovkuf Ayin Beis. Rebbe Nachem Nachem. This is one year before the Alter Rebbe Astalkus. He passed away in Tovkuf and Gimel, a years ago. This is one year before that. Tovkuf Ayin Beis. So in the winter of that year is. is, is uh, his, few, his brother-in-law, because the the, the Mittler Rebbe was a son-in-law by the by the uh, by the uh, I'm sorry, the Temach Tzedek was the son-in-law for the Mittler Rebbe, and it's also the son of his uncle, because it was also his uncle, Reb Nachum, made So by that wedding, I heard on the pasuk and I was so excited when I was learning this this over here this Sunday morning I opened up and I was reading a little ahead and I got to this part why. <laughs> <laughs> because last week Thursday night I didn't have a mimer on Tazria Mitzayra to learn because I finished them all in Lakuti Torah and I was learning for something new. So I saw the mimer Soystas the famous mimer in Lakuti Torah which is the mimer that was set in that winter. But I was doing a little research and I found other mimerim that was said by that wedding which, which I learned Shira Shira and Sana Arena and which this week we're going to continue a long explanation on these two mimerim of Soystas so I got, to the, so I became very familiar with that wedding, and the mamram that was said at that wedding. And then a day later, I'm holding in the Derech Mitzsech and he makes again reference. So I was wondering, how in the world, why the Thursday night I fall off on that mamram? So I see how the mamram are interwoven. What I teach on the mornings and Shabbos and Sunday, they all somehow, somehow come together. So over there he explains Shu'tar to the Sosri. he asks a question. So is Tassis Akara. She should rejoice, the akara. Who's akara? As a barren woman, the kibbutz But now, when her children will gather, if she has children, that she's not barren. So, are we still calling her akara? What does it mean? Simply, okay. So, she's gonna. The one who used to be an akara is now going to rejoice. But I'll Is already. She's already gathering her children, and she's still called akara. It doesn't say the one who was once akara. So he's is v'sagei akara. The akara itself is rejoicing when her children are being gathered. The imi akara menayim le banim. That's the question. If she's in Akara, so what if she has children? The Indian and the Altaleb's answer is going to be she's stuck both She's in Akara and she has children. The Indian, mm-hmm. the Abishter is called Ish, like it says, Hashem ish mochama. Hashem is a man of war. And it says, li ishi, you're going to call me your husband. And the Jewish people are called Isha the woman. Why is Isha called Isha? For well, she's taken from the ish, so to Knesses Yisrael, our chelik, our neshamis are derived from Hashem. So we're chelik al kamim That's why we are like Hashem's rib that was separated from him. You do a maimer de zalam. It's known the sages. What say: isha If the woman has omits, or in, in lashon chazal, you know we have to figure out the science of it, but the woman produces seed first so then creates a boy and the child is going to be a boy if the man is Mazria first then it's going to be a girl so spiritually what does it mean what does it mean it means the the is going to come how is this is going to come our which is the child Av is the child. The question is who created this child was it was, was Hashem the one who created it? We wait for some, this us from above. Hashem awakens our heart. So then even if we, afterwards we help in steering our heart up, we can ignore it. But we help in steering, that's called, however, Ishma Zriyat the The Ebeshter was the one who was more over you. Ishma means if you are more yourself through contemplation, even if there's no inspiration at all, you sit down, you learn something, and you work on it until you get your heart pumped up. That's called Ishma Zriyat The Indian, as he explained, when the generation is when the generation is worthy, and there is an arousal from below, from Yidn ta' Hashem, that's the idea that the woman is Mazras, she is the one who produces first. In the Kabbalistic writings, it's called the raising of feminine waters. We are stirring something up from below. By day's and through this and through our stimuli from below, Hashem responds, and He also counters our reaching for Him, and illuminates light into our Neshama. So then, this is comes from a higher place. Because that's what Hashem wants. He wants that we should do most of the work. We should work first, at least. We should Most of the work He does, but He wants at least us we should make an effort first. So then he, he's very happy. So then when he responds, he reciprocates from a very deep place within him. And therefore, Adali leads Dachar. So it's going to pull forth a, a man. It's going to cause that a boy is going to be born. And, what's a, and what is a Dachar? It's coming from Hashem's Chesed. And it's a Zachar. It's masculine, Piddish. It is drawn from above. Gilui chesed a supernal, very high chesed, shehiya avaggedoila, and that should plant a great love that should produce, right? That should produce a child, what child? A great love, in the souls of the Jewish people, shebe that are in their bodies. I'm sorry, la A great love that will occur to the Yidden down here below, to Hashem. Ultimately, what he's really saying is like this any kind of true love to Hashem must come from Hashem planting it in us. We on our own really can't produce the love ever. We can't ever make the effort. We can, we can try. And then Hashem plants the seed of love. Because here's the thing to love something really, you have to really know it. You can love something. And being that the Abish there is someone that is completely hidden. We created the Yesh so the Ayin is hidden from the Yesh. So we can um, we can warm up, but to really love, no. So, but however, when the Eibushter, when we try, Hashem shines His light into us, and that really we feel Him, and that really excites the heart. So there always has to be a divine light. However, if that divine light was was preceded by our sincere effort, so then that light is coming from a very high place. And when that light is going to shine into us, it's going to awake, awaken in us a male, a masculine love. It's called male. However, if the generation is not worthy, and there is no work and, and serious attempt from below to create the love, he even calls that. Nevertheless, because Hashem still cares about us. Hashem Hashem is going to reluctantly, in a sense, command His love. Command His chesed. You see the difference earlier? Here, He's going to have to command it. He's forcefully going to command His light to come down and steer up and awaken our heart to Him. to that we should have love. That means a baby should be born. However, the baby's going to be a girl, not a boy. Whether the man is the one who plants seeds first, This is called the ha It's drawn to awaken our Risoirirus. In Kabbalah, in a Kabbalistic terminology, it's called Mad ha It's masculine waters, it's coming from Hashem first, and it awakens the man, the feminine waters. It awakens us, it stirs us up with a desire for Him. And what kind of a serusad is going to be drawn from this? <speaking in Hebrew> that's called the woman's zera. That comes afterwards. That's why it's going to give birth to a nekeva. What is the difference if it's a, if the baby is a boy or a girl? That the love that has awakened as a result of this among the Yidin. Is not of the same quality and on the same level as the love that's called a boy. Why? What's the difference between a man and boy? Women have a weak das, and men have a strong das. And the simple meaning is that they're drawn sometimes to petty things, as opposed to a man who will, who, who will be drawn to things that are of greater importance what does he mean it's easy it's easier to to persuade them to want something that is not that is not that uh, because the generation is not worthy there was no from the Yid himself that's why the, the, the rule is it is enough when they will be awakened from above that they shall have the more minor love the, woman, the girl love not, the, not, not that boy love okay? what is the difference relating to what we're learning today tomorrow we're going to continue the difference is a boy the boy love is not persuadable it can't be seduced by something small something small is the divine revelations that there are in all the worlds that's called something small if we want that that's called, that's called a woman's love revelations. the revelations of Hashem that there are in the various different levels the light of Hashem from a Gan in here and there when a person can aspire to those to those delights they're extraordinarily delightful and therefore very 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 enticing that's right but it's not the real deal a man's love is to be able to push all that aside and to want what's real. And that's the to himself, even though, again, we said before, the person has to forfeit on their own experience. So that's the difference between having been born a boy or being born a girl. So that depends. If we do our work first, then the love that's going to be born is a higher love. we'll see tomorrow further.